Crystal. Hey everybody, it's Tanisha. And welcome to another episode of She Laughs. We have missed y'all. Sorry for the vacation. Hey, sometimes <laughs> you need a break. Hey, yeah. We, we try our best to be consistent with um, episodes every week, but you know, life happens sometimes, so. Yeah, so just use those those weeks, I guess, call it, whatever, and I'll catch up on all the latest episodes that we have. Um, if you have not caught up on the Triggered series, I encourage you to do that, um, but until then, T, what's our topic? Um, today we're going to talk about being Christian and dealing with depression. Mm, that's a big one. That's definitely a big one. Um, guys, sometimes I think we think that if we're a Christian, we're not supposed to be depressed or we cannot embody depression at some point. Yeah. Yeah. And all like it's it's how dare you be depressed and you're a Christian or we're supposed or to you're be not happy. supposed to because you're supposed to be happy happy all the time, and that's not the case. Um, you definitely can deal with depression while being a Christian and fully believing in God. Yeah, that's the other thing. A lot of people think, well, that means you don't have Jesus and Jesus is light and sparkles and sunshine and rainbow. And yeah, no. So, um, even those people who are Christian who deal with depression themselves aren't sure where, um, their, I guess, closeness and relationship with God lies. Mm -hmm. Um, there's a bit, well, there's a lot of shame and condemnation that they place on themselves when they're dealing and battling those depressive moments, whether they may be moments or you are actually diagnosed with clinical depression. Yes. And that's a big, that is a difference. I want a lot of people to know. Um, and there's nothing wrong with seeking help. Please go and speak to a therapist. That's another thing that, is kind of shunned upon not only in the Christian community, but in the black community as well. Um, mental health is a thing. Um, and it is something that should be handled with, I think a good balance of your belief as well as actual practical work, because God has anointed people to be counselors, um, therapists, doctors so on and so forth so never think because you're going through those moments that i'll just pray and it be done again pray yes but you still absolutely should go and seek help and talk to um, a therapist and if you want to find one that's christian based that's great Mm -hmm. but you still need to find you know a, a therapist that you can speak with professionally I think um, something that T touched on when she talked about um, God anointing people to be therapists and um, psychiatrists and stuff, that all falls in line with the gift of healing. Mm-hmm. And I think as Christians, when we think of the gift of healing, we think of doctors, um, we think of, well, God's just going to heal my body. And we think of, quite frankly, magic. He's just going to usher it all out of my body and or we'll just... we'll think of pastors before we think of doctors yes. and therapists let me go see this pastor because i right. know he knows how to heal people versus let me go and see his therapist or actually go to the hospital right and um if you 
listen to our other podcasts about dealing with the supernatural, God can definitely heal you supernaturally. Yes. However, that is not the only way that he chooses to heal someone. Yes. So you have to be open to what is it that he's trying to do with you? Is it going to be healed supernaturally? Or is he saying, no, these are some things that I want you to go talk about so you can actually gain understanding Mm -hmm. as to why you're having these thoughts, these feelings. It might not just be a moment of depression or even a season of depression. It might be that depression runs in your bloodline. Um, And so you're having to be a generational curse breaker in that area. It might be that depression just started with you and you don't know what happened in your childhood. Things that have, you have cut off that you need to deal with. And God is telling you it's time to deal with them. So seek out a therapist. Um, So you have to understand that with the gift of healing, stop looking for it to come off as one way or one dimensional because he can use various ways to heal you. Um, so that was my thoughts on that. Um, and uh, like you touched on about God wanting you to get to the root of what's going on. Mm-hmm. That's always what he wants you to do. He wants you to find out where did this stem from? Even if it's not generational, what happened somewhere in your life, whether you were young or maybe not that young, that this came from and grew from. He always wants you to find those roots, mainly so that you can heal them, mainly so that you can see that he was always there. And I know people who battle very much so with their religious belief and um, depression to the point of they don't feel like they are Christian because they have so many bad moments or episodes of depression where they just feel so alone and they can't sense God anywhere. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed those, I only have two people that I know of who really struggle with this. They were already struggling in their faith, mainly because they didn't really have a good solid foundation of it. Mm-hmm. So they are lost mainly in a sense, cause they really don't know where to go. Yes. Um, And then again, the church doesn't open its arms to people who have these issues, which I think we really need to fix as a body of Christ. That isn't, that's the purpose of church churches for the sick. Um, well, because like I said, they, they didn't have a good foundation, so they really don't know where to go. So I've noticed that they kind have shied away from Christianity and have found other things that work for them. Um, and I really wish they would kind of um, get back to the heart of God and the fact that God loves them and is able to love them through this um, instead of leaning on other sources mm-hmm. of insight or power or um, mainly comfort is what they're leaning on these other sources for comfort because even the other sources don't fix the depression part, but because it is so comforting to them because these things can't technically reject them. And I might as well just say they lean on, um, things like crystals, um, things like, um, meditation, um, little, um, mantras that they may say um because these inanimate act um objects can't 
push them or shun them away. It's something they can attach themselves to, see. It's, yes. It's, it's it's something tangible. Yes. So they lean more on that with, instead of the church. And again, like I said, I really wish the body of Christ would stop doing that because the purpose is to help people and to love them. We always want to rebuke. Yes, Lord. We got to stop that. That is our oh, favorite man. thing to do. Rebuke and criticize. We love rebuking somebody. <laughs> yes, Lord. Not only do we love rebuking them, we love to do it publicly. Yes. That is my biggest issue yeah. with the church. You love to rebuke publicly. It's like you live to rebuke. And the last time I checked, Jesus did more love than he did rebuke. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. And even his rebuke was done in love. It was absolutely done in love. So. So y'all got to get that right. But how are these people going to feel embraced by the God you say you serve if they don't even see that love shining through you? And a lot of times when you're dealing with someone who deals with chronic depression, always telling them, well, you know, pray about it. You'll be all right. Don't work. That doesn't work. I don't think you all really have tried to educate yourself on what depression is. Um, I've heard Christians say, well, well, it's a spirit. So you just got to cast it out. Um, yeah, you have some of that, right? It most definitely, um, is a spirit, but it's more of a stronghold. Mm-hmm. And again, you being a believer, I would hope that you would have done some of your research to understand what strongholds are mm. and that they're not as something as simple as Christian rhetoric. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's the same thing with people who, who are homosexual pray the gay away. <laughs> that's no, that's not how that works. <laughs> that's not how any of this works, And guys. if that's how <laughs> your walk works, I I don't know. I, I, I don't know what to say. Maybe maybe it does work for you. But it don't. It I'm just gonna be honest, you know it don't work. They for they you. to them it does. So. so you can't just say that. You have to be a listening ear. Sometimes you just have to be quiet. Because the depression, those who are suffering from it already know that they are dealing with it. They know that the thoughts that they're thinking are lies. What they do not need is for you to, again, rebuke them and chastise them for listening to those lies. Because you listen to lies of the enemy all the time. Mm -hmm. Which is why you haven't gone after that thing that you want. Make it plain, see? So you can't sit there and do that. What they need is to know that they're not alone. Mm -hmm. And that is the biggest thing that they feel. So sometimes just literally sitting in their presence is enough can help. And that is what they're looking for to not feel like they're alone. So that is why they go after these inanimate things because they don't make them feel like they're alone. Yes. They can't, they don't, they don't feel confident enough to walk into the church Yes. yes. because you're going to throw scripture at them and what they aren't doing and a bunch of like Chris will say Christian rhetoric at them. And that does not help them to feel better, better because safe. again, sis, bro, there are times where you don't feel like you close to God either. Let's keep Be it honest. all the way a buck. 
There are times when you feel like God is not on your side or with you. So why are you looking at them as if they're (laughs) crazy for thinking that or feeling that way? Why don't you show them the love of Christ by simply holding a hand, giving them a hug, being in their presence, feeding them, giving them something to drink. It ain't, it doesn't always involve words and rebuke. Yes. Yes. Cause this life is hard guys. I mean, things happen all the time. And when you think of some of the stuff that's happened in your life, I'll be honest. When I think about some of the stuff that's happened in my life. I'm like, Lord, how in my, how is it that my mind is still together when I think of some of the mental battles that I've had to go through. And this is, that's what depression is. It is a mental battle being represented physically. Yes. In a physical state, you are seeing them literally battling from thought to thought to thought. What is going on? Is this a lie? Is this the truth? Is this a lie? Is this the truth? I'm going to be happy today because I believe this lie. Or am I going to be sad today because I believe that one? That is what depression is. And if you don't have empathy in your heart for those people, I mean, I'll be honest. Do I deal with depression? I can look back and say there probably has been times that I have. Um, now I can say that I might have depressing moments. Mm-hmm. Um, I've shared with T a few weeks back because the battle sometimes gets to be so hard. There have been days where I physically have not been able to get out of bed Mm -hmm. just because that mental exhaustion, it ain't even a physical tired y'all, but the mental exhaustion of battling the enemy and what he's trying to, um, persuade me to hear or to believe and stuff because he literally comes to suggest a different way or idea to you outside of what God has told you. It can be hard because he's constantly pounding you with various suggestions. Well, what about this? Well, what about that? Well, how about this? And how about that? And if you are someone who is analytical, I am praying a specific prayer for you because we are the ones that are most likely to be depressive. Yes. Because we look at things from all types of angles, all vantage points, and we can literally paint a picture that is so good. It might be better than Avengers Endgame. I promise you. (laughs) (laughs) With all types of storylines and plots as to how things will go wrong. That is what people dealing with depression go through on a day-to-day, second-by-second basis. You just think it's sadness. It's not. Because they're quiet. (laughs) There are people who deal with clinical depression who are actually very talkative or ex- and uh-huh. very outgoing and, and very happy and very happy. What depression is, is what's going on in their mind and you can't see that. Some of the people that have, they will tell you usually depression does not look like someone being sad. No. Okay. It's usually the person that you think has no reason to be depressed. They're the person that is always happy and joyful and jovial. Yes. Those those are usually the ones that are dealing with it the most because they're putting on a mask for the rest of the world trying to fit in yes. and say nothing's wrong with me even though on the inside they know something is going on. The center of the party. Yes. Those are the people that you have to ask them, how are you feeling today? Yes. Yes. 
not hey let's go hang out because they're gonna go hang out not let's go to this party not let's go to dinner brunch or let's go to the movies because they're gonna go yes the question is how are you feeling today because we've got to stop labeling depression as sadness because a lot of times people are sad because guess what they're dealing with their emotions yeah (laughs) big shock (laughs) we you're you're supposed to do that deal with your emotions Deal with your feelings, bring them into submission, feel how you're going to feel and put a time limit on it and say, I'm going to feel like this for a moment. Like I said, that day I stayed in the bed, I already knew I was going to get up. I gave myself 24 hours and said, Crystal, that is all you're getting today. That is it. Give yourself that time. So usually people dealing with depression don't know how to set time limits. Yes, on the thoughts that are running around literally on Mm -hmm. like a hamster on a treadmill in their mind. Repetitive, repetitive, repetitive. And that is why they are always around people. That is why they're always the light of the party. That is why they're always the jokester because the more I can make you laugh, the more I cannot be focused on the thoughts that are running through my mind. deal with my emotions. And yes, I don't know how to deal with my own emotions. And those times where they do deal with their emotions, they're overwhelmed. And yes, those are the days they're going to lock themselves in their house or in their bedroom or wherever. Yes. Yes. Because I have no other choice today but to deal with the emotions that are going on in my head. I don't have nobody to call today. I don't have a party to go to. So now I'm forced to have to sit here. And deal with that. Yes. They are Christian. They love God. God loves them. They are just struggling. Yep. And you trying to again throw scriptures at them with your christian rhetoric is not going to work no because i've had people say well you just need to get you a verse and just pray on that verse and remind yourself and sometimes people don't work it don't work don't work and and then i I mean and i god bless you because you mean well but telling me well the lord will only put more on you than you can bear does not help me right now He that don't help me right now. More on you than you can bear. <laughs> if you didn't listen to that podcast, we're ten. I went into I'm that saying he that, will. <laughs> that does not help me right now, ma'am, sir, mom, grandma, aunt, well, <laughs> brother, well. sister, whoever. <laughs> and and God bless your heart. You really do mean yes. well. The bottom line is you don't know what else to say, and it's best that you just say nothing. Yeah, just say or say I don't know what to say right now. So I'm just going to be here with you. And yes. that's enough. That is that is more than enough. So. More than enough. So the people, and this is going to be really short, y'all, because we don't have a lot to really, I don't want to go off into a thousand tangents or. Drawn this on. Dry it. Yeah, I don't want to draw it out because there's no need. I just need for those who are in the Christian community to do better. Mm-hmm. take it upon yourself to do the research on depression. Yes. Um, look to see who in your family may be battling it and assist them the best way you know how. Yes. Even if that means to be constantly interceding on their behalf mm-hmm. for it. Ooh, that's a good one. And I don't mean just praying, Lord, fix them. No. No. I mean literally interceding. That's why I said I need you to do your research on what depression is. 
and really go into some serious intercession for the thoughts that are running rampant in that person's mind Mm -hmm. and the lies that are being told to them that here's the thing they are believing the lies and again it doesn't look like sadness it looks like I'm the life of the party, but yet I still believe when the enemy says I am nothing. That I'm nothing. But how could he believe that? Because, you know, they're always so nice and jovial and always cracking jokes. It It's it's possible. And it's really easy. And it's very easy. Very easy to do. Very easy to do. So really, be really seriously interceding for them. Church, I need y'all to do better. I need you to be willing to allow people to speak their mind to go and seek someone out. Yes. The back, the black community, we stop. We have to stop with this. What happens in this house stays in this house mentality. Yes. I am one hundred thousand percent against that. And sweeping stuff under. We the have rug. to stop sweeping things under the rug because we want to be nice and we don't want to cause no problems or you know, we we'll don't want to ruffle peace. no feathers. Yeah, we always want to keep the peace. <laughs> no, I am a hundred percent against that because to me that is easy to have a what I call a nice nasty mentality. Yes, Lord. So no, we don't want to do that either. If you are dealing with depression, God loves you. Mm-hmm. He is with you. It doesn't take very long for you to know he's there by your side, going through these emotions with you, wanting you to get to the bottom of it. And he knows it's going to be difficult and hard to find out where this came from. I would definitely suggest a journal yes, so that you can write it down because he will reveal to you where this came from. But you have to be willing to go there. And not only the good thing about a journal, not only will he reveal it to you, he will show you patterns. Yes. He'll show you. And when I'm talking about patterns, what time of year and what seasons do you think these certain thoughts? And then you can look and see, well, what happened around that time Mm -hmm. to where I always in December or winter months, I'm feeling extra lonely depressed all of that type of stuff and all and then you can start to see it so look for the patterns because the enemy doesn't do anything new and once he has you on a hamster wheel he's not like god where god is omnipresent and can be everywhere he literally comes he'll put you on a hamster wheel and then he'll go to the next one and he'll come back to you later just because he knows you're not gonna get off that wheel that's it He knows you won't get off. I'm a big, big proponent of keeping a journal. I keep one um, and I don't write in it all the time. But on days where I'm feeling heavy, I will write and say exactly what's going on. So I can go back and look at it later to see and and figure out what was happening on that specific day to where I got so low. Yes, absolutely. Um, I thought that came to mind. I know. Um. Those who are dealing with depression, you may have just prayed and asked God to just take the depression away. Um, and I don't want to offend when I say this, but there are some of you that God is saying, I can't do that right now because that's the only time I talk to you. Mm. Mm. Wow. That's the only time I hear from you. So he has to. He has to reshape that thinking 
so that the connection that you and him have doesn't leave. Because some of you, that is literally the only time you talk to him is when you're having those moments. When you are having the moments of the life of the party, you don't talk to him. But when you are stuck in those days where you can't be the face for everybody to see, that's when you are talking to him all day long. And he says, I can't remove this because we will have no communication whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I need to reshape it. It is not going to be easy. It is not going to be pretty, but he is with you in the reshaping. He is 100% with you in the reshaping. So that is why I say as Christians who do not get depression or deal with it, you really need to take the time to really research it and see what it is and learn to have some compassion and empathy for those who are dealing with it instead of being irritated all the time. Yes. Though it is easy to be irritated, you don't have, you do not have the slightest clue what's going on in that person's mind. Yep. So it cannot be easy as well. I had a bad day yesterday. I just got over it. Also, caveat, those of you who say you got over it, you didn't. You just dug it in a hole and buried it. Mm. <laughs> yes. So you didn't get over it. You didn't deal with it. You swept it under the you, rug. You, you literally dug a six-foot hole and dumped it in there and covered it up. You didn't deal with it at all. Because it's, it's coming up in other areas of your life and you yes. don't even realize it. That's exactly what I was going to say. It's coming up in other areas and it will come up at the most inconvenient time. That's why I say you don't you don't realize that it's coming up. It'll come back and you'll be like, why did I why did I have that issue? Because you never dealt with it in the first place. So you have to have a Christ like level of compassion for people who are dealing with depression. Because they do not feel the love that they are given. And they don't feel worthy of it. So you really have to be there. And just be. And that's it. Just be. You don't always have to cheer them up. That's another issue some people have. I gotta cheer this person up. No, you don't. It is not your responsibility. It's not your job. And then get mad when When it's not working. (laughs) (laughs) Sis, no one told you to do that. Like, relax. Nobody asked you to be my personal no one, No one told you to do that. You're fine. <laughs> they just said You just there. want them to be happy so that you don't feel uncomfortable no more. Exactly. Because they're making you uncomfortable now. Then just leave. Right. <laughs> just, just leave. Say, okay, I'm going to go now. But Don't be in their presence any longer. Go home. Or go to your room. Or whatever. It's that simple. Y'all make it so hard. It's, it's really not. Simple. It's simple. So. So just all around, show love, show empathy. Stop trying to rebuke. Stop trying to literally regurgitate rhetoric. Yes, Lord. And either intercede for that person and show them love or just go somewhere else. Leave them alone. Quite frankly. That's it. Well, I ain't got nothing. So, T, where can they find you? <laughs> um, you guys can find me on Facebook, Tanisha Williams, and Instagram is Styles by Tanisha J. 
And as always, guys, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Charmaine Kears. You can also go to the blog site, Charmaine's Confessions. And don't forget to follow us on um, Instagram at She Laughs Podcast and on Facebook. Also, if you are interested in um, supporting this ministry, this podcast. Yes, we have a PayPal account. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. So <laughs> let me go ahead and pass the collection plate for y'all. Uh, <laughs> we we uh, sure do appreciate it. <laughs> yes. Anything that you all give to us through PayPal will be used specifically for the podcast. That's yes. getting better mics. Um, headphones, getting more mics because we will be doing um, much more interviews with yes. bigger groups of people. So just the two of us on a mic is not going to work. Um, also, we want to start doing more live recording. So yes. we get equipment for that so we can have things where we put them on YouTube and possibly um, create a Patreon account um, so that we can start recording that way as well. So it's not going to go to our pocket. It will yeah. go to an actual bank account specifically for our business. So um, that information is paypal.me slash she laughs podcast. That's paypal.me slash she laughs podcast. All right. All right, guys. Until next time, be blessed. We're praying for you as always. And we'll see you next week. See you guys.